Hi guys, Geo Paul here. Well, I'm really on a special geocaching adventure today. Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Tiepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Dano Pugach, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Geo Gearheads, Zach Fick, the Deadliest Cashers, and our new patrons, Tim Terrell and Neil Moore. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me start. We've got a big show tonight. So let me start by uh, welcoming in my co-host, Sydney Sawyer. Hello, everyone. And Jesse Lunsford. Good afternoon, everyone. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's good afternoon for us, but and we're going to get to our uh, special guest tonight here in a second, but it's, it's a little different time for them, but that's okay. Um, so we got some different news we want to get get, uh, get to, and then we'll get right into our show topic. But first one is what came out this week was um, Ape Cash news. We've all been waiting to hear uh, what they were going to do uh, with the uh, Ape Cash that they found uh, that had been muggled, uh, really didn't, it didn't really go very far, but it went far enough away from the original location in, uh, this is the one up in Washington state and, uh, it got far enough away and got tossed in the, in the, in the woods and, and, uh, it was, it'd been, been gone for a number of years and a party of a search party went out one day and started looking in that area and actually found it. And so there've been a lot of discussions about, what they're going to do with it. There was a, there was an initial vote on what the options would be. And then they narrowed it down to four options. They had another vote and then the vote came back in. So, um, so, uh, Sydney, who, who, who was the winner? Well, they decided to bring the ape cash back and restore it to, uh, ape cash status with a special icon. And it is going to be available all year, not just during the event, but they're, starting it this summer at the going eight mega event in August in Washington. That's when it'll be back. Yeah. It's very cool that they're going to, uh, I voted 
that they would keep it around. What do they call that? That's the uh, reinstate uh, and leave it and leave it out where it was. Uh, that was my choice because I I don't necessarily I might not get to it this year, but I really would hope to get to it like in the future. And I don't necessarily I might not get to it the weekend of that Ape Cash Mega. So I don't know. I felt like it was just if they could get it back out there. But I don't know what what, what are what are your thoughts, Jesse? I actually voted for put it at the mega. Um, but I, I was hoping they would put it at the mega for each year. If not doing that, this is what I wanted. I wanted them to reactivate it to, to give us an option for it. I can't imagine that anybody would not want it activated if they haven't found the ape cash. Pretty much that camp had to be the ones that have already found it or had a trip planned to find it or something. How would you not want it? Something new to go for. So, yeah. yeah. Paul, what, Paul, what do you think? Did you, uh, did you get to vote or have you been kind of watching this one at all or? Yeah, I've been, I've been watching it. Um, I did vote. Um, I, I got what basically I voted for. No, you don't um, have to, you don't have to tell us who you voted for. That's okay. No, no. <laughs> confidentiality and all that. Go, go um, yeah, no, I, I, cause obviously not being ever gone to Seattle. I, it's one of those things that I want to go find as Jesse was saying, it's, it's there. It's, it's quite a, big achievement to get anything like that on your profile mm-hmm. so yeah for me it's fantastic news what they're doing with it because then i can i'd like to think that we'll be able to go find it anybody traveling over from the england would be able to be able to go find it It'd be quite cool i'm quite excited to see it back up there and ready and raring to go yeah doesn't that make the triad now possible again isn't that yep. the big triad the stash so. headquarters and the ape cash yeah. so now you can do it all in one country <laughs> yeah yeah that would yeah. be fantastic wouldn't it kind of a weird triad for a while there because you had to go all the way to brazil to get the the the, the only ape catch at the time yeah. but um so yeah that's kind of a yeah <laughs> it's good glad they're bringing it back uh this is some other news um this week um we've got, we've got the 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 show hosts are going to be all over the place so um jesse's flying down tuesday to mm-hmm to Dallas. I'm going to go pick him up and we're going to spend the whole week geocaching. It's like, that's like a, it's like Nirvana, you know, to be able to do a whole week of geocaching. It's like, it's perfect. So, um, we're really looking forward to that. And then we end up the end of the week. Of course we end up at the, the Texas challenge, uh, on Saturday. Uh, but we're actually going down there on Thursday because, uh, Thursday they're showing, uh, treasure, at the drive-in. So we'll be down there for that. So if you're in the area, I know there's a lot of people that are uh, hoping to go, you know, if you're still thinking about it, you know, you need to at least come at least, at least come for Thursday night and see the movie. I mean, <laughs> well, and that's the best thing about Omega. You get to meet people from all over the country that, you know, you may be only have talked to online or whatever before you have a better chance of meeting them at a big mega. So yeah. that, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're um, Jesse's got a whole our, our whole week kind of planned. At least the first couple of days are kind of planned. We're got uh, we're gonna go find Tombstone, which is the oldest uh, geocache in Texas. Ironically, too, I don't know. It's uh, it's probably one of the. It's like I need to go back and look, but it's either the. F- it's not the first, but it was like the. It's in the top five, I think, of oldest multi caches. It's got to be. I don't think there's too many states that have. I guess some of them might be, but most states have a traditional for their oldest, right. their oldest cash. Right. So big weekend. We're going to let everybody, we're going to do a special show 
in uh, about 10 days or, uh, or uh, yeah, about 10 days from now, we'll do a special show, uh, sort of do a recap of uh, the Texas Challenge in that whole week. And uh, catch us on Periscope. We're going to try to Periscope when we can, too. And then while we're, we're in Tyler, Texas, uh, doing um, the Mega, Sydney's going to be – where are you going to be, Sydney? Uh, next weekend, I'm going to West Virginia. Uh, the West Virginia Tim – his annual geocaching seminar is next weekend. So I'm going down there and attending that they have, uh, they have three breakout sessions that they're, they're doing and each of them has, you know, a different topic you can choose from. So I'm still trying to figure out which ones I want to go to. And then, so that's in the morning and then the rest of the weekend we're planning on finding some West Virginia, Tim gadget caches and hopefully get one of those coins from his smart gadgets trail right that's gonna be awesome uh and uh, we'll get all that and that's gonna be that's next week's show by the way next sunday we're gonna get a recap and all the information all the good the good bits about that uh uh that weekend uh that sydney had um for that so anyway all right that's uh oh, one last other news item um uh, just gonna tease it <laughs> kind of like, like GTU. We're just kind of giving you a little little info about uh, we're getting Geo, Geocache Talk University more in place. Uh, but we got another thing we've got coming, another big item. Got a lot of big items going on this show, I tell you. But next next week, we're going to talk more and get you more information and sort of introduce to you more about what's called the Geocache Talk Network. We're expanding Hmm. Not just in girth from all the eating we're going to do this week during spring break, but That's we're right. going to do. We're actually the show is expanding. We're we're going to have a. We're going to not just have a podcast. We're expanding into what's called the Geocache Talk Network. So stay tuned. You're for just that. dying to give out the details, aren't you, Gary? I just You're getting closer uh, and closer. <laughs> next week, next week. That's all I'm giving. That's all. So let's, all right, let's jump right into show number forty. For Sunday, March twelfth, is uh, we've we, we've had him on for a minute here, but we need to welcome him in. Our friend Paul Standen, aka Geo Paul, aka Doctor Evil with a dot, to the show. Welcome, wel- welcome to Geocache <laughs> Talk. Hi, uh, thank you for having me. It's it's awesome to be on my first podcast show out of the UK. So yeah, it's good. That's awesome. Quite, yes, quite excited slash nervous. <laughs> no, you're gonna be great. We're, <laughs> We're we are thrilled to have you on. Uh, yeah, you're the first uh, Englishman to be on, um, and so we're yep. uh, we're Thanks. good to we're, be. Well, the first. <laughs> I've been I've been a fan for years. We talked about that before the show, uh, and I went back and looked. I, I I figured out my first video, Paul, was February thirteenth of twenty thirteen. Was the first one I saw. I know you're like, did I even do one then? I guess I did. <laughs> yeah, I must have. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good one, uh, uh, and we talked about that briefly. But uh, yeah, we are we are really glad you're on tonight. No, thank Definitely. you. As I say, thank you for having me. It's 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 a privilege. I'm really excited. <laughs> it's cool. Awesome. All right, we could get started. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So why don't you just tell us a little bit, Paul, about how you first learned about geocaching, maybe when you started and how you found out. Okay. Um, yeah, the I used to work on uh, an internet radio station. Um, 
and uh, basically it was it was quite a low budget radio station because I was the producer as well as the uh, every job that you would normally have five or six people doing was was me. Um, so I needed to find articles to talk about and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I was trying to appeal to younger audiences. Um, so I was did this segment called Strange News. And I came across a geocache being blown up on this, one of the strange news sites. I was, I'd never heard of geocache. What's geocache? Touched it up, had a look. And yeah, it t- t- turned out, it's a, I, I love being outdoors. And I thought, this sounds quite cool to me. Treasure hunt? Yeah, sounds right up my street. Um, and so, yeah, I think it was a couple of days later, I actually went to go find one. Only a local one, still active now, which is, is quite a surprise. And it was a, it was a fake rock. And at the time I had a really old iPhone and I just, it didn't bring up any of the maps very well. Luckily it, I, it, I chose one quite near the home and I knew the woods quite well. Um, and as I was walking, I accidentally hit the rock with my foot and something went, oh, that sounded, that sounded quite hollow. And um, <laughs> I looked into it and it's still one of the biggest caches I've found to date. So yeah, the, the amount of swag and stuff that was in it was, was amazing. Um, so yeah, that, that got me hooked. Then I got the wife out a couple of days later and went, found some more and then it just kind of, kind of escalated and got to this since 2011, I've been geocaching and it's just, yeah, it's brought on some wild adventures, but yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so who do you usually go geocaching with? You said you introduced your wife. Does she go geocaching with you still? Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes willingly, sometimes not so willingly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my wife uh, does come with me. Um, last year, especially, she she was trying, definitely trying to up her numbers. I think um, so. She was out there with me, with my my two kids, um, who also love the outdoors, which is which is a benefit for them. I'd rather see them outdoors finding caches than sitting in front of a, an i an iPad. Unfortunately, they do sit in front of an iPad a bit too much. Um, but yeah, I, I go with them. And then I also, I, I'm part of a Surrey based, uh, geocaching group as well called, uh, the league of extraordinary caches, um, which is run by <laughs> quite a few of us, uh, mm-hmm. Terrapin, Tim and, and Mang and a few others. And it, and it's great because we, we organize these, these events, uh, monthly events that way. And it could be anything from a coffee morning to late at night in the middle of an airfield to an award show. It's, it's amazing. They're, it is literally the League of Extraordinary Caches because the extraordinary lengths they go for certain things is amazing. Um, so, yeah, I go with them quite a lot. And it's, yeah, it's, it's nice to have made a nice big bunch of friends whilst doing something I enjoy and being outdoors. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. okay. Well, why don't you talk about maybe some different places you've gone geocaching or maybe some special trips you've had? Um, I've had, I've been to a few different countries as well as your own. Um, I've been to America. I've been to Amsterdam in Holland, which I highly recommend if anybody wants to go find some amazing caches. It's definitely go to Holland and go to Amsterdam. Um, it's a weird, wonderful place anyway, um, but the geocaches there just make it an incredible trip. I went there for my 30th birthday with my wife, and I think we spent the, the three days we were there just it was solely geocaching, just because they were just they, they entertained her as well as me, which is always nice to find those sort of caches which intrigue even the muggles in us. Um, right. And they take it a weird and wonderful places. Um, Spain, I've geocached in not not as much as I'd like because it's it's a very sparse area. Uh, there's not so many caches around. 
Um, America, I found that most abroad, I think. I think I found about 45 caches. But I, 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 was, I got in trouble for that, I must admit, because I did say to the wife, oh, I'm only going to find 10 whilst I'm out here. Um, <laughs> you never know. There's a virtual at Walt Disney World. Come on. Uh, I've, got, I've got to get that whilst I'm there. And yeah, 45. She, I, I, don't, I don't know if she's impressed or proud. I'm not too sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> That's but awesome. yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I, the two places that I've been that are just uh, Amsterdam. I, I can't big up enough. It was just an amazing place to find some caches. And and America, they were they were great over there as well. To be honest, they were trickier than a lot of the times what I find. But yeah, it, it was good. It's good. Great. I'd love to go there. You said you started in 2011. That's about when I started too. Uh, what's been? What do you like most about geocaching? Oh. Let me get the list out. There's quite a few things. <laughs> the hard um, question, right? It is a hard question. I, I like the diversity of it. I think I like the whole um, the meeting of people, new people, and straight away you're connecting with them because you've got this thing in common that not everybody kind of knows about. Um, yeah, so I find I find doing events are really great because it gets to meet people, which I, I, I do like to meet another geocacher and have a chat and find out their experiences and things. It also helps, obviously, you find out caches, then you can go and then you start a bucket list, um, which mine is ever getting longer. Um, yeah, that that as well as the interesting locations. I know I know it's a cheesy line that has been said and it's on the front of T-shirts and everything, but geocaching actually does take you to places that you never really knew existed. And I have to admit, when I started in 2011, obviously you start hitting your local ones. And mm-hmm. there, was, there was places that I kind of went even locally and went, didn't even know this was here. Especially <laughs> especially around my, my way where I am at the moment. I'm on in between like two very, very large World War II um, aerodromes. So we've got quite a few bunkers around. So yeah, it's finding things out like that, finding the history of that sort of thing is just... Uh, I love history, as I was saying to Gary already. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big history buff. There's two things that you can get to sucker me into a cache. The history or a nice view. <laughs> they're the two things. Oh, they're, they're, my, they're my two things. And if, and if it isn't a Tupperware container, it's, it's something that they've actually put some time and effort into. Um, so I'm a sucker for those. But, yeah, there's so, there's so many things that kind of keep me addicted to it, as well as geocoins, as well as challenges. You, you name it. It's... it's I, at the moment, I'm still doing my calendar grid. I'm trying to fill that up. I've got till May. And it's, then it's after that. It's okay. So what's the next challenge? What can I do? And strangely enough, Jesse, it was on one of the other uh, Geocache Talk podcasts that you did. Uh, you said that you have, is it you have two um, two of each uh, icon that you own? Is it like you got a where I go? If, am I, am I, was I right in saying that? Yeah, I, uh, at least two. Um I'm up to, I guess it's probably about four each because the hardest one for me is the earth cache. But, uh, yeah, yeah we, we put out all the different types. Now we own, we own all of them. So, wow. See that, that kind of opened my eyes a bit and went, well, what am I doing here? I've got, I've got, <laughs> I've got my most exotic one is a mystery. Um, which, which got DNF the other day. So now I've got to go try and find my own mystery. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it kind of made me think, oh, actually, I haven't got an earth cache. I haven't got where I go. So I'm thinking, actually, yeah, that's going to be my next challenge. Uh, my good friend Terrapin, Tim, and me were talking the other day, and we, we, we're going to start. He's, he's very technical-minded, luckily, so he can work out the whole where I go. Because I, I actually live in an old barracks, um, the old Coldstream barracks area. So we, literally what I'm sitting in at the moment is the old medical house. Um, so I, I was cool. thinking that would be a really good idea is like doing a whole 
walk around with a, with the barracks and mm-hmm. like show the history of this. This was we've got plaques up as like in certain areas saying this is the officers' mess, this is the commandant's house. But it's, it'd be nice to actually take people around these places and go. This is what it used to look like. This, so yeah, there's uh, there's challenges that I'm I'm setting myself, which I think's the one thing that does keep me going, as well as constantly knowing that every Wednesday I've got to put a new video out. How am I going to get the new video done? There's there's loads of little things like that that kind of keep me keep this obsession, as it were, the kind of rolling. So yeah, it's quite it's quite cool. <laughs> I feel the same way. I think the challenges are you know whether it's a uh an old challenge like the, the grid, you know, the, the calendar challenge, or it's something you make up for yourself. I think that's what, that's what keeps it exciting for us as well. Mm, it keeps it fresh in that way. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that, where I go didn't work out for you, I know a guy that can help you out. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. I'll see yeah, you if, <laughs> if, if Jesse doesn't, if you don't find one that you want, just let Jesse know he'll make one for you. Yeah. I just, I just make it up yeah. for you. Um, so, <laughs> With all those things in mind, do you have one or, or maybe more than one, but your favorite experience that you've come across in, in your geocaching time? Yeah, there, there's, there's been loads of different experiences that are kind of, kind of, if I had to narrow it down, there's, there's probably three that stand out most to me. Uh, one was uh, traveling, as I say, seven and a half hours up the motorway to North Wales to go get my thousandth cache um, at the top of Mount Snowden. Which was which is a challenge in its own right. I I've, I thought Snowden was just going to be a nice nice easy stroll going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I clearly didn't think ahead on that one, but yeah, it was it was that was challenging. Um, especially as we had the whole seven hour drive. By the time we actually got to our little uh, hotel in in Bangor, Wales. Uh, we had we got to bed at about two o'clock in the morning, and then we were up at six o'clock because you have to get to the um, the car park early because it, it's only small and it gets really packed with the amount of people wanting to go up Snowden. Um, so we went up quite tired as well. So we didn't we didn't pl- looking back on it we didn't plan ourselves brilliantly, but that that was quite fun and that's something that stick in my memory going up there, incredibly tired from a long drive. Well, or as we as we as we were talking earlier, is yeah, not a long drive. Um, <laughs> Well, let's, yeah. Well, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that one real quick and then we'll come back. But, um, yeah, cause you did a video, which is awesome on that one. Um, oh, yeah. I did a vlog and the vlog, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a neat, neat vlog, but you really did capture, you know, something that I don't think a lot of, you know, I, I live in a flat area. Uh, uh, Jesse doesn't, he lives in the, he lives near all the mountains, but, um, mm. so like you said, when going to, this is the highest point in England, right? Yeah, you're stumping me with this one as well. I should have researched this one. Um, I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I'm probably going to get corrected quite badly if I say this wrong, but I think it's the it's the second highest point in England. I think second highest, okay. Nevis might be. I okay. think I could be, I could have that totally wrong. It's way um, up there. It's 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 a high point. It's high, <laughs> it, and, and you made it, and you made it into a high point. It was a high point for you. So, yeah. like you were saying, so did you? You said you kind of made some mistakes, I guess, in maybe some of your planning. Uh, what? What are? I mean, was it cold, or what? Was some things that you probably would want to tell people before they try to do that cash? Um, I th- there's a few things I think be more uh be more prepared basically uh be a bit more 
uh, fitter because it, it depends okay. on. There's loads of different ways you could go up there. Um, oh, okay. We took we took we took one, which I think was the miners' track, and it was it was flat for most of it, and then all of a sudden it just went. We're going up, and oh, I, wow. I remember my my myself and Tim were both like, <laughs> "Look, those people up there, they're crazy," <laughs> and then Matt Matt, who we went with us as well, went. That's where we're going. That's where you're going, like, right? You're like, oh ah, no, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it was it was amazing the, the, the views. It, unfortunately, we we went up there, and when we got to the the summit of it, it wasn't a clear day. There, if you get a clear day up at the top of Snowdon, it is it's breathtaking. But on the way back, as we were heading down, about a quarter of the way down, um, and then suddenly the clouds just felt like they yeah. just went away and it was just like a stop moment of wow this is just natural beauty and i'm pretty much like you i'm from a flat area um yeah so yeah for, to actually see massive mountains in the distance and hills all around it's yeah it's a spectacular sight but right. there, there's I, I definitely if anybody wants to hit up snowden i, I would say definitely do your research there's lots of websites out there and they, yeah. they, they tell you the proper way of doing it i, I got up the top of there and I didn't have the right equipment. I, I had a, a, a grey jacket that I wear for geocaching most of the time. And that by the time I got to the top, that was soaked through. Right. Um, and also, and also the other thing is when you take a, a memorable picture at the top of Snowden, don't have one of your glasses foggy, um, because that's the one thing. Every time I look at my my picture, because <laughs> because the wind was so hitting, I was there was three of us standing there in the, 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 the round trig point at the top of Snowden. Mm-hmm. And it was, and there's me smiling with a frosted glass. Um, so yeah, apart from that, that, that's the only thing that kind of yeah. I def- definitely say research it. Do watch YouTube videos, watch uh, the experts doing it, and definitely look at those websites that say exactly what you need. Because I, I wish I'd have looked into it a bit more. But spectacular! I, I, I recommend everybody. If anybody can do it, definitely go do it because it's amazing. And there's, and there's, I think there's two or three caches up there. There's. I think there's an earth cache, a mystery, and a traditional at the summit. Mm-hmm. So when you get up to the top, you you've got a choice of three to make you a thousand. That's awesome. So which is pretty, yeah, which is so, pretty sweet. Yep. All right. Well, Sorry, Jesse. Back to you. Or or I, Go ahead. It's funny because I, I don't think you're alone. I think maybe one or two other geocachers have uh, looked before they leaped. Uh, you know, not me, of course, but have, yeah, have no, jumped never. into something <laughs> no. before they no. did their research and just show up. Oh, just get this real quick, and <laughs> nothing yeah. will happen. <laughs> Well, I think it was. I think it was because it was getting me near my thousandth, thousandth cash, and I think it was right. Okay, I, I, I we're going to do this. We planned it. Right, we've got, we're going to do this. We're going to do it then, and we're going to do it on this date. And it was like, okay, well, I've still got about another hundred caches to find. So, it was very rushed. If we'd have taken, uh, taken my time, probably, yeah, it would have probably been. Don't get me wrong, the, the trip was fantastic, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it away. But it was great. It was, it is. I think if we'd have planned it a little bit better, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely would have made it superb. <laughs> Hey, we're geocachers. When we get something in our mind, we're we're gonna do it. It doesn't have to be logical. We're just gonna go for it. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely, so definitely. Um, and you're pretty active in your area. And we were talking before the show about events you host and stuff. But I hear that you got uh, a geocaching award. Can you tell us about that? Oh yeah, uh, I was named. Uh, basically, geocaching.com have a, uh, a geocacher of the month um, award that they give out. And it's mm-hmm. and it's not just America or anywhere. It's worldwide. Anybody could win it. Any geocacher out there. Um, I got nominated, um, and I got an email one day going, "Hi, from geocaching.com. Uh, just to let you know, somebody's nominated you as uh, a potential geocacher of the month. Um, we're going to put you up against three 
sorry, two other geocaches. And um, we're going to let the community basically decide who wins that. Um, and I was up against uh, a, I, unfortunately, I can't remember their, their actual geocaching handles, but I was up against an American from everything I saw of his. He was, it just looked amazing. He had like a tin, whole tin men uh, for caches oh. and it was yeah, pretty sweet. And um, I was up against some pretty, pretty uh, hardcore Germans. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, looking at this, I was like, little old me. No, yeah, I ain't got, I can go hope in Elway. Um, and yeah, and about the community deciding, every, I only checked a couple of times. Every time I checked, my name was popping up. I was oh, okay, this, this is, this could be, this could be close. Uh, I'm pretty certain the American or the Germans are going to win it, but it ain't going to be me because. I never win anything. I, I, I even I even a local local church raffles. I don't win anything. Um, and then um, about I think it was about a three weeks later, I got another email from Geocaching uh, HQ. I opened it expecting thank you for participating. Uh, you unfortunately you came second or third or whatever. And they went congratulations, you've won. We're going to announce it uh, tomorrow. Don't say anything to anybody. Just we're just heading you up. You've won. I was like, wow. And uh, yeah, so and I, I seem to seem to win. I think the vlogs helped a lot because I had a lot of uh, Americans and English and, and a few other people uh, from around the world uh, say talk about my blogs and how inspirational they are and they keep people wanting to go out or hide different sort of hides. Um, yeah, and it's I, still to this day I'm I'm quite amused how I actually won, but I I'm one. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to question it too much because I don't want it taken away. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think they take it away anymore, yeah. Paul. I think you're set. <laughs> no, oh, that's good. Phew. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the GAGB, who are like the governing body over here, the the uh, Great Britain Association for Geocaches over here, um, they they uh, they messaged me literally a day after it being announced, saying, "Oh, we cause they publish a monthly uh, online magazine." They're like, oh, can uh, we um, can we interview you for it? Yeah, it's no problem. And in the middle of the interview, they went, oh, just to let you know, we've done our research, and you're actually the first person in the whole of the UK to have won this award. Wow. I was like, wow, wow. I didn't I didn't expect that. And I was like, Are you no, you've got your facts wrong here. Surely somebody's won it for me. <laughs> and they were like, well, somebody has won it in Ireland, but it's not Northern Ireland, so we don't class it as that. Obviously, Ireland, Northern Ireland. And I was right. like, oh wow. So actually, in the in the United Kingdom, I'm the first person. So yeah, it was got us quite quite taken aback for that, really, um, which is quite cool. Um, as I say, I'm still shocked that I, I managed to <laughs> beat the Americans and the Germans because you guys are pretty hardcore, and so definitely so are the Germans. Um, so yeah, I was pretty pretty excited, and they they sent over a uh, certificate um, with Brian and um, oh uh, probably Jeremy maybe Brian and Jeremy Irish on Jeremy. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Sounds really bad. Apologies if, if Jeremy ever watches this. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, they sent me a certificate over. Uh, they sent me loads of lackey tags. Um, That's cool. And they sent me over this, uh, which is the. I don't know if we can all see yeah. it. Wow. Oh, wow. And it's if I cover the code. If you guys want it, you can message me. But there's, <laughs> it says it says. Uh, I don't know if we can see. Oh, there's the back of it. I don't think I've ever seen the back. I've seen the front before. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. It says. Uh, yeah, Geocacher of the Month awarded for being exceptional, uh, innovative, and creative, and helpful geocacher. So yeah, that's and it's awesome. got a geocaching logo on it, which is which is quite cool. So, and that's that's like, as they were saying to me, it's, it's never for sale. It's one of a kind sort of thing. So wow, that's pretty cool. And then, literally, 
I, I said in this this uh, magazine that I was doing for the GAGB, and they were, I was like, I'm sure somebody's going to win it again soon. And two months down the line, another local casher has won it. That's awesome, um, <laughs> though. <laughs> I think I think from memory, I haven't checked it fully, but I think there's three or four of us now in the UK. So I think we I, we open a door, and then it's hopefully it, the word spread a little bit, which is quite cool. So you kind of paved the way for the rest of your countrymen to be able to win it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I like the way you said that. Yeah, I paid the way. Yeah, <laughs> I just, all accidental, of course, but yeah, I paved the way. <laughs> but that makes you geocaching royalty. So we're, we're in the presence of geocaching royalty now, so that's pretty cool. That's right. I need a crown. I need a crown if that's the case. So. <laughs> wait, wait. I if uh, I want to see that. So Tim, I know you're listening. Get you get a, get a go get a go get a crown of some type. Put it on Paul's head and take a picture and send it to me. That's yes. right. It's, it's, it's your, <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 tell Tim to do it because he'll be around here tonight and he'll, he'll, he'll be, be putting a crown on my that's head. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I <laughs> wanted to get the month. I think I would wear a crown around. I'd wear it to work. What is that? Well, yeah. let me tell you. Let me tell you about. It. Let, me, let, me, let me give you a yeah. sit down right here. Let me tell you about your <laughs> yeah, Let me tell you. <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, it, that's it, great. It was, it was amazing. Uh, as I say, I'm still quite shocked that that uh, little old me won it. It does surprise me even to this day, which is. I'm very, very grateful to everybody that voted, well, not voted, but put comments up and said, I think Joe Paul or Dr. Evil should win it. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. That is very cool. That's that's a good moment there. It's, um, now, I have bad luck, but I hear you've had good luck with one of your travel bugs recently. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I had um, I had one of my – well, it actually was my first ever trackable that I put out. It actually came back to me the other day, um, which was which – was, quite amazing in its own right um as we were saying earlier that i've got quite a few uh trackables and as most people probably know who are watching the show listening they don't often come back <laughs> you know we send them out uh, they, see them. they never come back they never come back now this one did though which is amazing it wasn't yeah. like and it's not like it went down the street and came back it's nothing like that no no it's uh twenty-eight thousand miles it clocked up um wow. it went out in october 2011 it done quite a few loops of the uk then it went over near the end of its journey to the west coast and then from the west coast some uh fellow englishman well, i think it was a fellow englishman has picked it up and uh, said i'm bringing it back to the uk and i thought oh wow this this might go and i said i said to him i said if you're going anywhere near surrey can you please drop it and then i can kind of i can kind of grab it and he was like oh yeah i'm definitely going near surrey so yeah i'll drop it he dropped it and it, 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 I put a message up on a cash page saying, please, nobody, nobody take it. I, I even put out to the wider community. I was putting on my Twitter and my, on the Geo Paul pages, like if anybody's around Camberley sort of area, anywhere around there, can you try and pick it up and I'll come to you and collect it. And um, I was quite, quite worried that somebody was going to pick this up and little did I know. Yep. Somebody's picked it up. Um, <laughs> So, and I was like, as soon as I got onto it, I was like, oh, I've got to stop everything I'm doing. I've got to email this person. And luckily they, they didn't take it too far. They took it like a five minute journey down the road and then just dropped it off in the cash. Um, so I traveled the other day. I think it was, I think a whole round journey. Um, I've just got a message actually from Tim. Why? Um, <laughs> okay, good. So sorry. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Um, yeah, so luckily they didn't put it in. They messaged me saying it isn't that far away. Uh, so, I, yeah, I traveled, I think it was a, a round journey of 100 miles. That, that's back and forth. Um, just to go find this one cache in the middle of a, in, in quite dark, 
uh, woods because um, they said, oh, I'll put it in a nice, easy location for you. And when I, when I got there, I was like just looking out the window of my car going, it's, it's in the middle of a woods. <laughs> this is not going to be any good. But I managed to find it. It was in a multi-trunk tree and luckily there wasn't many multi-trunk trees there. Um, and yeah, I got it back again and I've put it up for, um, I've put it up for uh, virtual discoveries basically. So if anybody wants to discover it, head over to the geo pool pages and your or Instagram or anything like that. And it's on there with a the code showing. Um, Sydney beat us to it. She's already, she's already discovered it. Yeah. So we're, we're behind. Yeah. I noticed that earlier. Yeah. Yep. Good job, Sydney. I love discovering track pulls. That's right. You, on have, top of it. I have quite a few up here on the shelf. She's got a bunch. That's cool. Is that the only one you've ever had come back? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had ones accident. I had one years ago, accidentally come back. Uh, but that was literally after a couple of days of literally first putting it out. Um, but yeah, all, all the rest, either, either go to Germany um, where they travel for ages and then slowly filter and disappear, or they go to your fine country um, and <laughs> do the same totally disappear in, right? in general. They just, <laughs> yeah. they just go. So <laughs> I, I, I remember I was, I was talking to, um, I had a Minnesota tag that I won from the, uh, the GC doc, uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, the, the, the whole aim of it was to go to Minnesota and see the GC doc. And, um, yeah, that I, I said to him, I said, Oh, somebody actually took it to Minnesota. That This is the frustrating thing. And I said, the message him saying, Oh, we got, we've, we've got it there. We've got it in the state. You go find it. And he was like, Oh, they've left it in a national park. That's not good. National Park, they go right away. It was, yeah, and, and it did. <laughs> it went pretty quick. <laughs> and then, and it's still, I think still to this day, I think it's still technically lo- logged as in there, but there isn't any sign of it in the, it's been years since. So, yeah, shame. <laughs> I've only come across one of mine in the wild and it wasn't even logged into the cache. I got to the end of a multi-cache and I was like, oh, I have a trackable just like this. And I looked at oh, it right. and it was actually mine. <laughs> oh, it's mine. <laughs> How strange. But, uh, but it was one of those promotional trackables. I think it was the John Grisham one that came out a few years back. It looked like a square gold colored one. So there was a lot of them out there. But uh, yeah. And of course, I sent it back out instead of keeping it. I should have brought it back home, but I sent it back out and it's disappeared after that. So <laughs> oh. I don't know. <laughs> that is, that is the problem. I don't know what people, people do with them. I, I swear people eat them. <laughs> they just... Some of them you see that last seem to last forever. I occasionally like to go onto my profile and just have a look and see what ones that I first ever picked up and just see where they are now. And ninety percent of them have disappeared, and there is mm-hmm. one or two that still float around. But yeah, it's, it makes you wonder where they all go. <laughs> I, I'm, my guess is eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than likely. <laughs> or the bottom of some kid's toy chest is probably where they're. Oh sitting. yeah, they you know they they oh, rip yeah. the tag off of it so they can play with it and. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yep. So we put this question out on our Facebook group and asked our people about it. So I got to ask you the question as well. What do you do okay. when you're not geocaching? Uh, the, the sad, the sad answer to that is work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, work does take up a lot of my time. Um, I work all weird and wonderful shifts, but I, I most of the time it's the spending family. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I love time, spending time with, the, I've got two uh, young girls, um, quite we, my family are quite close knit so we all would go around there my mum's just gone and got uh two new puppies uh mm. some belgian shepherds so uh that's i'm on a, a cleaning up duty after them uh when i go around there. um 
yeah, for me, it's the spending time thing um, with the family. I I do like to spend time with my kids, get them out. Uh, not always geocaching, but just just generally get them out. As I say, you said to earlier, I'd, I'd I'd rather not have them on on an iPad or an iPhone. I'd rather have them outside or playing with toys. Something, especially now the weather's picking up and it's been quite nice here recently. Apart from today, actually, it was raining. This, but mm-hmm. previous days. Um, yeah, so it's definitely the family thing. I, I a lot of the time is spent with watching my two little girls uh, grow up uh, way too fast, as you probably know, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two girls as well, so I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. <laughs> yeah, turning into turning into teenagers, one of them. So yeah, it's yeah interesting times, <laughs> definitely. Um, well, yeah, that's the most. I must admit, family thing is definitely the mm-hmm. definitely. The, well, what's interesting too is that um, since you vlog all the time, uh, I've noticed that you have uh, a couple of them with them in you know in the in the videos, and so I bet mm. for you it's like if you ever you know which you probably don't do, but I'll go back and watch some of your older videos, and you're like, I bet she's quite a bit older now. <laughs> and yes. uh, so, well, sh- you know, strangely enough, yeah, I, I had I had a uh, message from somebody the other day who said that they binge watched my videos over a two day period. <laughs> Right. They said it was really weird to watch my wife pregnant in one video. Right. Suddenly there's a baby, and now this thing's walking around and talking. So yeah, it's quite funny. Time time flies. So how, how did you it how is, did, is. how did you decide that you wanted to even get involved, or or what was the what was the process of, of even deciding to do a vlog? Oh uh, well. I, I've always been interested. I, I started off watching um, Geocache spoilers. Um, Sven uh, used yes. to put up a lot of videos. I, I, um, I watched. I watched his too, and um, uh, yeah, so amazing sad, videos. Hearing about his death, it was really rough. Too. Yeah, no, it is really sad. It is mm-hmm. really sad. I must admit. Um, he made some amazing videos, and when I first found that first cache, I think I came back. And I, a bit like what I just said the gentleman did with my videos, I kind of binge watched his mm-hmm. um, and just just watched loads of them and kind of got a feel for who he was as a person as, as well as what geocaching is all about. And it kind of made me go, I really do like his videos. And then I started watching uh, Joshua's, the geocaching mm-hmm. vloggers ones. Oh, yeah. As we all know, who, we, we all know who Joshua is. We love Josh. <laughs> I even got the little thing back here. Yeah. I got two of his little geocaching Yeah. Guys. And so does Sydney and Josh. Yeah, Josh, Josh was. Josh watching, was. I need one of those. Josh was listening, by the way. He probably, <laughs> he may, he probably not listening live, Paul. But if you want to say something, Joshua listens every week. So, oh yeah, send me a patch, Josh. You know where I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, he's yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, the, the the watching their videos kind of got me interested, and as I I am absolutely terrible with technology, hence why I don't have any fancy intros or anything like that. I'm literally straight as it starts. Hi, do you know Paul here? Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's just I just lo- I just love watching their sort of videos and where they were showing. I was like, I I, I found some decent caches over here. Well, I try and do that. So yeah, that that kind of got me started, and then I I got some good people saying good things and it kind of made me feel oh actually this i'm actually getting people watching this and at the time there wasn't any what i class as uk vloggers um there was a lot in the from the states but there was no there was there was a few over here but they weren't posting very much um and it just kind of got me going thinking oh actually maybe maybe there is a 
it was an open gap here for me to start something up. Um, and yeah, I started and as I say, I was getting good responses. So I, I just carried it on. And it, it's one of those things now that kind of makes me go out and find those caches because I kind of go, oh, I've got to make a video on Wednesday and look around what's got good favourite points. Oh, okay, I'll travel up the road and try and find this one. So yeah, it, it helps my caching as well as, as showing off interesting sort of hides. So, yeah. And you've had some, they're all, I, like I said, I'm a big fan. I've, I've watched... I think I've watched every single Thank one you. of them, but a um, couple of a couple of come to mind when, we were, when I was thinking about we were when we were all sort of planning this the show. One of them that really came to mind, and, and I I wanted to ask you about was the grain battery tower. This is oh yes incredible. I mean the watching it and and so t- and of course some people may not have seen it, so you need to kind of you got to tell the story if you will, please yeah. about th- how you ended up, uh, whose idea was this? You know, hopefully it wasn't Tim's, but hopefully it was somebody, you know, with this, <laughs> this, you know, wasn't crazy. Uh, that, but, but tell us about this whole process of going out and, and getting this cash. Mm. Oh, it, I, I, it was an amazing cash. Uh, I have to admit, if anybody hasn't done the grain battery tower, they need to do the grain battery tower um it's we basically as i was saying earlier about i'm a member of the lec the league of extraordinary caches here in surrey me and tim we kind of organize our adventures mm-hmm. and now with uh these adventures i happened to see on one of the local facebook pages somebody went oh i found this awesome cache today and they put up a picture of like them in the middle of what looked like mud with this <laughs> massive structure in the back and it kind of blew my mind because i if I wasn't geocaching, I, I would be doing urban exploring because I, I love old World War II buildings and all that sort of stuff. Um, so this straight away was right up my street. And luckily, we were me and Tim were having a, a LEC meeting where we can have a workout adventures, as we call them, um, where we can all, all as a big group go and find go and find a cache, uh, which is which we wouldn't normally go out and find. Um, so I said to Tim and Tim was straight away on board and Kathy, who's his wife also was straight on board. That sounds like a great idea. And we organized it and we picked a date. We had to wait um, for anybody that doesn't know um, this, the grain battery tower is in the Isle of grain in Kent. And it's by the uh, midway, uh, midway, midway um, river, a um, bit like river Thames. Um, so you have to wait for the tide to actually go out. And then when the tide, actually, so we had to obviously, that took a bit of planning of, okay, when does the Medway tides change and all that sort of stuff. And just to walk out there, it was, is such a surreal experience. You kind of get to the shoreline and then you kind of go and you carry on walking. And it's just, it's like a concrete pavement as it were all the way out in the middle of the Medway. And there's this massive structure. And this, this structure is a mid 19th century gun tower, um, which was used in like world war one and world war two. Um, the main the main reason they 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 used it in World War Two was uh, they they put quick fire guns on it to fight off German uh, torpedo boats. Give my words out, torpedo boats. Um, so to to go there, you can see all where they they had the guns which moved and and it was it was really really interesting place because the bottom half is uh, from the Napoleon era and then everything up is just is just what they've added on during world war 1 and then added on again in world war 2 um because the it's where it's actually located on the medway it's right at the mouth of the medway so basically if anybody any germans were coming in to uh attack this 
this fort basically would be there to fight them off. And there were, this is not the only fort. There's a lot of forts down the Medway, but this is the, this is the one that kind of stands out. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. amazing. It's, it's, it's falling, falling apart. But yeah. Well, yeah, we mentioned that. So, I, I, and of <laughs> yeah. course I'm kidding about Tim. I mean, Tim's a great guy. I just, I was just oh, yeah, yeah. poking, poking fun at him, but um, I, it's, it's fine. Did, it take it. It's a joke. <laughs> Tim, Tim can take it. No. Um, That's it. So did, did, did you or Tim, um, did you guys know? I, I know you kind of planned on how you get, you know, because you got to walk out there in a certain tide. Mm. Otherwise, you're up to your, you know, your, I, I forget how high yeah. you, you'd, be, up, you'd be swimming. <laughs> you'd be swimming. Yeah. You're basically swimming there if you had to. So, did you guys kind of plan as far as like, you, you knew there was a cache there, but did you kind of, uh, what was the planning as far as like, because when you get out there, you got to go up it somehow. Mm. Right. So, yeah. So, well, there, there's, uh, there's a ladder that's um, there's a ladder that, that's attached to it, but obviously it stays there, and it was a bit rickety. So Tim brought his extendable ladder, mm. um, which is a which is a godsend in times like this. I must admit, um, but we didn't actually end up using it. The the old ladder that's always there, that's constantly in the sea most of the time, and when it's not, um, it's uh, it's, it's yeah, not. It was, it was, it's, it was <laughs> It's it's more Sorry, rickety. No. It's more rickety than you you thought it was. What you were telling me the other day was that it. Oh yeah, it was. A... <laughs> but you. It was it was a, a very very rickety. It, it was slimy as well. Where obviously it's been in the the uh, medway. It's mm. got seaweed and stuff and barnacles and all that attached to it. So yeah, it was it, it was interesting to try and actually get up there. When you got up there, it was it was uh, a lot of it was falling apart in certain bits. And it wasn't until I watched another, as I was saying to you last night, Gary, mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it wasn't until I was watching another YouTuber who happened to mention me and post it to me. He said, oh, I mentioned you in a video and I watched. And he said, oh, oh, he couldn't actually make it all the way to the top. I struggle making it all the way to the top because I'm no good with heights as it is anyway. But to actually make it up to the actual main part, which I'm guessing was, well, it was like a lookout originally. Right. Um, uh, it took a lot for me up there. And when he was watching the, uh, when he was actually watching um, he turned around and said, oh, Geo Paul uh, is a, uh, a geocaching YouTuber, and apparently there's a geocache up there. And then he panned around and went, the reason I'm not going up there is because this whole level of the stairs is being supported by this one, like, metal pole. And it kind of made me go, I'm glad no one told me that before I went up there. I said, oh, you wouldn't have got me up there. So it, it was, it is rickety. Because apparently I, I found out when I did a little Google of it before obviously coming onto the show, because I knew mm. we were going to mention it. Yeah. Um. It was the whole thing was sold in 2014 for 400,000 pounds. Wow. Um, but it it can't get planning permission at the moment, uh, um, because they want to they want to make flats on it surprisingly, so they uh, compart like apartments. Seriously. And um. Really? Because I mean. Yeah. Seriously. I, part of the time you can't get to your house or you can't get to your flat because of the weather because of yeah, the, the tides. I think this is the problem with the planning permission. I think. <laughs> right. I, think I think I think this is where they're they're thinking it's a bit of a pipe dream. But the person that owns it is just he's he's bought it until he can get planning permission. He's not going to do anything with it apparently. Okay. Um, so it's just yeah for that to just be sitting there is just uh, and to have a cash at the top of it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and it took you a little. I mean, it didn't take a long time, but you, you're up there and you're like we got to find this thing. I mean, we're up here. So, mm-hmm. and then of course you, all, yeah. you you guys finally found it, which is great that you, you were able to successfully find that. Cache. Well, lucky I had other people because I don't <laughs> think I would have found that by myself. 
Right. Uh, I, I don't think I'd have made it to the top if, if I was by myself, to be quite honest. I'm lucky I had the group of cashers that I had with me. Yeah. Because they were well, extraordinary, I suppose. That's what the LEC is. They're, they're that's right. extraordinary cashers. Exactly. But, yeah, exactly. So the name, the name's helpful. Um, but they, they, I think if it wasn't for them, they would pat me on the back and say, come on, Paul, you can do this. You can get up there. Imagine the video. You don't want to do half a video and go, yeah, I just, sorry, guys, I couldn't make it up there. <laughs> so, yeah. It, so, yeah, they pushed me and it was good. It was good. I'm, it's an achievement that I definitely, definitely probably never forget. And I'd, and I'd even, I'd, I'd even, okay, I wouldn't go to the top now. I've seen that other person's video, but I'd definitely go back there and mm-hmm. go and take people there because it was so fascinating. So, it so is, interesting. It is. And, you know, we were talking, we talked last night, we did a little uh, little uh, time together just to kind of plan. And uh, you'd mentioned about history and both of us are huge history buffs. And so yeah, I had to mention the one that I've used. I used some of your, your pictures this week in, uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, in um, you know, pub- publicizing uh, this week. And so one of them, though, is fascinating. Tell us a little bit about, and you did a great video on it too, by the way. So don't. You know, uh, please go out. Everyone who's not seen Paul's videos, we would definitely go to Geo Paul and, and uh, look on YouTube and, mm. re- and, and watch them because they're, they're fabulous. But there was one you did you. where you went down into a you have to explain this to me, but uh, obviously it's a it's a World War Two bunker. The But what's the Royal Observer Corps? What was their what was the yeah. role and what was the bunker? Tell us some more about that, that uh, that well, experience. This is the thing. The, the ROC bunkers i did actually originally thought they were world war ii and when oh, i made the video they're not. I, okay I, I i said they were world war ii they're actually not world war ii mm-hmm. um i found out that they were made uh well there's there's loads of them up and down england there there's thousands of these things and they were made anytime between um 1955 to 1991 and basically they were made during the cold war um they were that's right manned by really yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were made by not made. They were manned by um, uh, volunteers, mm-hmm. and so basically, if if there was a, a bomb dropped during the Cold War, uh, they could report it and they could say the the how how big the bomb actually was and all that stuff whilst being safe in this in this tunnel. And there's loads there's loads of caches uh, in ROC posts. I often see when looking at uh, different people's pages. I often see them climbing out of the and doing the obligatory mm-hmm. photos of half in half out of an RSE post um but they're, they're they're definitely something special they're definitely something interesting there's a lot of the time they're either on private property so you can't get to them so when there is ones that aren't on private property they're 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 really good things to go try and find and they're just they're basically a little capsule of history um because you go down there and you can you see <laughs> i'm not going to say it great but the first thing you see is you go down is a toilet right. <laughs> um, that's the first First thing, it's only a small place. As soon as you go down, there's a toilet, and then you've got where they would sleep. Uh, you quite a lot of the times you still see the old hooks that fascinate me when you see things like that. Mm. Um, just, just things like just like their old beds where they would hang things. Their old trigger meter, which would say how big how big the bomb was when it when it would have gone off, and that sort of stuff. It's like little time capsules, basically. Yeah, that's amazing that um, you know you like you said that uh, there's still some of those around that uh yeah. you know, you're able to to go into um, yeah it's, it's fascinating mm-hmm. and you've uh you, you mentioned earlier about the, the netherlands there's uh in looking at some of your your, your caches you found there are some really um really cool favorited caches in the netherlands and then 
you know, recently, uh, last uh, last year, you did come also to the states. So Jesse's going to ask you a little bit about uh, your trip for the for on that one. Yeah, so I guess we're we're switching gears a little bit, but we want to hear your opinion of uh, your geocaching here in the states. You were here a few months ago, right? Yeah, back in um, October, I was I was over there. I was over there for Halloween. Was the main point, which is as I said earlier, fantastic. And <laughs> you guys take Halloween to a whole nother level compared to over here. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the caching in America is is slightly different to what you would find in the UK. Um, a lot of times in the UK, uh, we get good good hints. I don't normally follow a hint, but if I need to, I'll follow a hint. Um, and we get good hints. You go over to America, <laughs> they say, they say sound like good hints until you get there and you kind of go, huh? Um, <laughs> I, I, I use one, one as an example. Me and my wife, um, we went uh, to grab a few caches of an evening whilst everyone was relaxing back in the uh, villa. And um, <laughs> it said, I looked at it before. Because obviously being tourists, I thought, what do we look at it? hints, obviously. And I looked at it, oh, it's, it's on a, it says on a metal um, drainage pump uh, next to the turning wheel. So I was like, okay, that's pretty easy. And I got there, we parked up, and it was like a jaw drop moment. And there was there was a drainage thing there. There was a drainage thing there. There was a drainage <laughs> thing there. There was a drain. And they all had these turning wheels as well. It was like, that oh. doesn't help. <laughs> and I found it a lot of the time, a lot of the hints were like that. They were They were a little bit a lot harder. I think the hints were definitely a lot harder in America than what they would be over here. Over here, you'd go, you look at the hint, and this is the reason why I don't look at hints too much over here. Mm-hmm. You look at the hint, you go, logbook. Well, that's obviously going to be, <laughs> that's going to be, it's going to be a cache in a log uh, straight away or a uh, base of multi-trunk tree and you kind of go, well, that's just told me exactly where it is and you get there and there's only one multi-trunk tree and you go, oh, it's going to be there. Over there, it was like, um, what was the other ones that I had? Um, next to a wired fence uh, was one where I was trying to find a cache called the Hidden Mickey Mouse, and um, I went went to it, and this wire fence just went on and on, and I didn't because <laughs> I'm on the phone in a, in a really rural sort of area. I didn't have very good se- uh, like cell signal. I was like, oh um, yeah, it could be anywhere on this fence. And luckily, the uh, the uh, landowner has got he, obviously the geocacher there got permission, and the landowner because it was all. Um, orange uh, fields when oh are you looking for the cash and we're like i thought i was gonna get told off or shot i was like yeah i am and they were like yeah it's just just down there on the right hand side and I was like, oh, thank you so much so yeah the hints are, the just hints are just for more. you paul we have people here that are just they sit around at caches and they wait and then we just sort of direct people to where the caches are that's what we do oh in the States. right <laughs> oh, that doesn't happen in the uk that. you don't have people just no. waiting to tell you where it is oh, you okay you don't have no, the no. geocaching uh Valets, we have the geocaching valets over here. So, oh, I, I need, I need to, I need to. I think I'm missing a trick here. I think I need to start geocaching valets. <laughs> Anybody wants to do some geocaching valet, hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> Anybody in the UK wants to sit in the woods, go for it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. But did you notice yeah, anything no. else different? Um, apart from that, it's just, just the uh, the only other thing I found, and uh, probably the area I was in was the ruralness of some of the, the caches obviously america is a very big place and you kind of go down a road and it, it suddenly goes into a sand road now over here if you if, if anything goes into like mud roads or rock roads you kind of go i shouldn't be going this way this is this is not right <laughs> but and there's me and my wife was taking the mickey at me at me at the time and I, there's me 
going, no, it's a public road because the sat-nav saying it's fine. And I'm driving along this sandy road at like five miles an hour because we, we don't have very much sand roads over here. And I'm driving at this f- about five miles an hour going along and suddenly this car <laughs> coming behind me and he's coming really quick. And it's went, boom, past right. me. And all this sand just went, right. and I was like, oh, I clearly, clearly he knows how to drive on these roads. <laughs> I'm not. But yeah, it's just apart from the, the whole, the total ruralness and just the peace and serenity that you have. Uh, I know I'm very biased and I found only a few in America compared to other people, but it's, it's just, it's a lot more quieter. It's a lot more, obviously more built up areas that you're going to cash in. But the, where I was, it was very rural. It was very peaceful and very nice. I must admit, and I'd highly recommend if anybody go, wants to go geocaching in America, go for it. Cause it's, I, I, I it's, given me a bit of a bug i must admit since coming back i want to go not just to the usual tourist place of, of florida disney world mickey mouse i would I'd, i want to now travel to other places i want to try and travel like uh, further up north i want to see new york i want to see like the center i'd love to go see minnesota i'd love to go see the rockies that sort of thing is it's kind of giving me the bug but unfortunately i need money uh, I, to, to find I that. Yeah, I really don't think New York. You talking about New York, New York City, or New York State? I don't know, but I don't know anybody up in New York that'd be. <laughs> no, nah, nobody. That's funny. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney, take you around. Take take you, you wife and the kiddos to. She's got some great caches up uh, her way. Yep, sounds good. Yeah, she has. Yeah, a, I might have to hit you up, Sydney. <laughs> she has. A, that she would has be fun. A, she has an Earth cache there that near her. How how far is that to that Earth cache? That's. Which one? The one that's got the I have flame. Three. Eternal flame. No, the one that. Oh, the, is that near you? Oh city? yeah, oh. that one is uh, about two hours from me. Oh wow, that I have to admit I've seen quite a lot of pictures and YouTube videos about that. That is that Earth cache. It looks amazing. Yeah, it was really great. Is, and then all so you got to do what is... Exactly is it? Is it per, is it just like natural gas that comes out of the ground? Right, or... exactly. So it's a natural natural gas that comes out of the rocks there, but there's also a a waterfall that falls down in front of the little crevice in the rock. So you, you get the waterfall yeah. and then there's the flame behind it. Wow. That is, is quite pretty to see the pictures and stuff that you've, I've seen. It's, it just kind of makes me go, yeah, that's definitely on the bucket list. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think we're planning your trip. You're going to come over, go up to New York. Sydney's <laughs> going to take you to the earth cache and then you can drive yeah. over to where I am. Sydney's done that trip before. Oh yeah. It's great. Only a couple hours. Exactly. And then, and then we'll go up to the Rockies. Like you said. Yeah. And then from there, that sounds great to me. You're just a yeah. What your your short trip, a little little jaunt up to Seattle. You go do the Seattle and yeah. come down come Here down the coast, and you can make a whole little forty eight. You know, you can you can hit you can hit all the states in one trip. I've heard that. There you go. Sorted. Jesse's. Uh, I know. I've, I've... Jesse's working on one of those. But how many days do you think it would take, Jesse? Wouldn't be bad, would it? 11, I've 11? got it down to ten or eleven days so far. So we'll see. Oh, wow. Perfect. Yeah. Of driving about twelve cool. to fifteen hours go. a day, though. So there you go. Well, um, so somebody asked in the chat room, uh, Paul, and, and again, you can if you don't want to talk about this, this is fine. But uh, uh, they're <laughs> kind. Of, they're I don't want to talk about. It. Yeah, you don't want to talk about. It. So you don't. Want, sorry, Neil. You don't want to talk about that. No. No. Uh, he, he wants. He wants. Hey, cool. He's just kind of wanting to know about. Um, you're like you say about your wife. Does she? She's okay with you doing the you know getting. Or does she? Uh, she doesn't. Uh, she's okay with you doing the videos and doing the geocaching and all that kind of stuff. And 
Or do you have to kind of drag oh, yeah. her along sometimes or? Sometimes. Um, sure. <laughs> I've got to be careful because she is quite near me at the moment. You yeah, might she see also... her hand come over. And... <laughs> well, um, well, can we see her? Tell her, tell her, tell her, tell her to step in yeah. for a second and <laughs> say hi. Oh, no, she's shy, I think. Okay, she, she wants to come over and over? say hi. No, she's she's saying no. She's saying no. Oh, we, we can hear her though. Just say hi. Hey, just tell her hi for us. You're say gonna hi. get him in trouble. I will Shall probably. We? Can you hear? Hey. There you go. Hey. <laughs> she's gonna be mad. No, <laughs> but she um yeah no she, quite often she's I I have to negotiate about little, going out <laughs> a little bit sure. Yeah. Are the are the girls yeah, interested bit. at all um, or? Watch it. Um, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> She's yelled at him yeah, there. I've got watch it shouting at me. Um, yeah, they get, yeah. I have to admit, as my, as my as my eldest gets a little bit older, she's mm. slow, slightly starting. Oh, but have we got to go out? Right. <laughs> my little one's like, yeah, let's go find a cache. She talks to people. She goes to nursery and she's like, Daddy's going geocaching. Something. <laughs> they're like, what? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. So they, the kids, they they love. I have to sometimes persuade my eldest to come out um but my wife yeah she she likes it I, she secretly she secretly turns around and tells me that she only does it to spend time with me but then she says things like to me the other day she goes i need a geocaching stamp yeah so when she signs a logbook exactly goes, yeah now that doesn't sound like you're just spending the time with me that sounds like you're starting to enjoy it and the more you find you can just stamp you yeah i i, I've, I think i know what she's up to but yeah um <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, occasionally, occasionally it has to be a, a negotiation. If if I go out now, can I can <laughs> spend a few hours? I'll come back and I'll do the hoovering. So yeah, it's <laughs> one of those sort of things. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Any more any more questions from from the co-hosts for Paul and? I guess we're just gonna have to find out. You have to keep us updated on when you're coming over here to visit all three of us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't expect to start a pod, go on a podcast show and, and kind of organize a uh, round America trip, but um, <laughs> give me, give me some time. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be, yeah. yeah. Well, it was wonderful. It's definitely up there. I def- mm-hmm. definitely want to. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and kind of like us too. We, uh, uh, I've been over there before, but I'd, I'd love to, love to go back and I'm sure, you know, we need to, we're going to try to do a little, we'll do a trip sometime. Well, the three of us will come over and we'll, we'll get, we'll come, oh. we'll go to oh, some yeah. of the caches. Right. City's like, right. <laughs> yeah. But, Are you paying for that trip, Gary? Um, well, you know, we have patrons. We just need to get them to kind of, you know, help <laughs> us right. out. Give us a little more yeah. help. And we can do, we'll do videos yeah. and we'll do all sorts of cool stuff. We'll do some That'll with uh, Paul and, uh, but no. Sounds good to me. Um, well, um, so coming soon to the show next week, as I mentioned, uh, show 41, uh, we're going to, uh, Sydney's going to talk about the uh, WTM geocaching seminar and the gadget caches she finds as a, a recap show uh we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a um midweek in a in not next week but the week after we'll do a little midweek show uh and jesse and i will kind of update everybody on how things went at the texas challenge uh mega that's this saturday um in uh, a couple of weeks is uh, ryan simmel is going to be on he is the sort of the organizer for this year's MOGA 2017, and it's going to be in Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, Jesse and I and family will all our our families will be there. Uh, So um, we're looking forward to that. And 
making some plans for that trip uh, there. That uh, the Ryan's going to be on uh, March 26th, and then we're going to do what's called a Cito show on April 2nd for show 43. And of course, we'll give more information about uh, the Cito show uh, when it gets closer to that time. But uh, well, anyway, so Paul, again, thank you for being on tonight. And, and being a part of this. No, thank, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's, it's an honor to join you guys. Oh, it's it's our it's it's our honor. We just uh, uh, it it goes fast, doesn't it? Hour goes by quick. Yeah, it only feels like I've been talking to you for like five <laughs> yeah, minutes. <laughs> right. It goes fast, but uh, again, we're we're uh, just thankful that uh, we got to have you on. It's been been a, a joy for us. So, anyway, uh, hope. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you bet. Well, folks, we hope hope you enjoy the show tonight. Um, please email me or email me, email us. I got to get in the habit of this. Uh, email the team, uh, your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, we've got the show is it at geocache talk. Uh, I'm at Gary Slinkard, all one word. Uh, Jesse's at Memphis underscore mafia. And Sydney is at Shermanator GC. And, um, you know, uh, sometimes we, I get on the UK geocaching hour, but if the, if the UK, uh, folks want to get on the U S geocaching hour, um, we do that on Monday nights. It's at, uh, 8 PM central 9 PM Sydney's time. She's in right. the Eastern time zone. Right. And, uh, you, you hosted last seven week. For me. Yeah. It's seven o'clock for Jesse. So in Sydney, yeah. Sydney hosted last, uh, last uh monday so she's part of the us geocaching hour team so um you know just uh, uh it's a lot of fun little tweet twitter chat what do we call that what's it called sydney tweet chat tweet chat we all get together and talk about geocaching and uh, i know the uk has a, a really good one so you know try to get on that one too sometimes uh if uh if you can, and uh, I'm sure most of the UK people know about the UK geocaching hour, but you know, definitely check that out too. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's good the geocaching hour. It's it's a it's a good laugh between people. And we we have uh, we had a meet up in the last mega as well, actually, which is quite cool to put names to faces. I think. Oh, yeah. you see everyone's yeah. that was quite cool. That's, yep. an aw- that's an awesome idea. Yeah, we did that. We did one at uh, geocaching uh, Geo Woodstock last year, fourteener out in Denver. We had a little meet up, cool. and so that's yeah, it was that's great. Cool. Great idea. Um, so uh, also you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geocache talk. Uh, show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as the geocache talk website. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button that's below so you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go watch Geopaul's videos on YouTube and then go geocaching. So, good night, everybody. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Take care. We'll say, found it.